Welcome to another episode of Talk Talk Punch. Thank you so much to both our audio podcast and the YouTube viewers for joining us. I am Brody, joined by Tudong Dylan. Hey. And the man at arms of these masters of the universe, Charlie Hickman. <laughs> I, I can't think of man uh, I can't think of that without thinking of robot chicken, but I'll I'll take it. <laughs> Well, if you haven't already, we'd love it if you subscribe so that way you could come back here every Wednesday to hang out with us and see what we're talking about. Kind of like this week's topic. We're doing one of our top threes, and this one is top three movie gunfights or shootouts or whatever else way you want to describe them. <laughs> I found that out as I was like trying to do searches and stuff like that. I was like, shootouts and gunfights. <laughs> all right this was this is a dylan idea dylan how do you feel about this one you know i've got to admit this was a little bit difficult i had to go back and and review some of the different uh movies with gunfights i didn't know if i was going to go with uh some of the big you know where arnold or stallone or just spraying everybody down with with uh with bullets or are we going to go for an actual gunfight where they're shooting back or or is it going to be just one-on-one fights? Is it going to be two or three? Or is it going to be big mass ones? So I had to dig deep down, get a couple of, not, not deep guts, go with some classics, go with some, some of the, uh, you know, different kind of things. Charlie, how'd you do with yours? This is hard. This is a hard list. <laughs> uh, and so I, I kind of just went with more of like a personal approach and less of like a what, Maybe what's truly the best. So I think sure. all three of mine fall into the same decade, and they're all from my younger days where I think this stuff kind of amped me up a little bit. And it's all stuff that I think kind of influenced stuff that came after it or maybe was heavily influenced by stuff that came before, but I was too young to have seen. So I don't know. Uh, but I decided to stay away from war films just because mm-hmm. like it was a different scope. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, like some like Saving Private Ryan, like doesn't, sure. it just felt like out of place alongside the other movies that I was thinking of. So... I kind of stayed away from that and kind of tried to keep all, all of the ones that I was picking in a similar, uh, without spoiling too much, just, just a similar kind of range of. of... Nice. What about yeah. you, bro? Yeah, mine, mine definitely is a more personal list. I, ha- I It's not, it's not, I don't know if it's like the best as much as the ones that I just think really fondly of and remember like the movie, like catching me in those moments of like, yes, yes. So I, I kind of, I thought of a whole bunch and then I had to like go and rewatch some and I was like, oh, that was a lot shorter than I, than I remembered it. You know? <laughs> um, so, but I, I was able to kind of come down and I, I did like, like look up just to see like, what are, what are like the greatest gunfights, you know, and a lot of them are like the old Westerns and I'm like, I don't know about all of that. So yeah, mine are all a bit more, a bit more modern. But yeah, no, I I love these. So let's go ahead and get started with the list. So our list, it is me, and then Charlie, and then Tudong. So I'm starting it out. And my number three is, (laughs) yes, I had to remember because I forgot. I couldn't remember if it was my two or my three. But number three is a movie that, I wasn't sure if it was going to be a comedy or an action. And then it turned into both with heavier action than I was expecting. And I 
really liked it. And the gunfight towards the end is really good. And that's Hot Fuzz. Nice. I remember going into this after seeing Shaun of the Dead and being really excited because I love Shaun of the Dead where you get the the comedy and the horror. And I was like, oh, it's going to be like a, an action comedy. And this this has like a lot of action. It's it is very packed. And this whole shootout at the at the end when when he's going through the street and he's just got all these guns and Simon Pegg is just like loaded to the brim and all these people are shooting at him. You got the old lady shooting at him. You got the priest that pulls out guns and it's just like bullets everywhere. And it's just, it's unexpected because you have so many people, different types of people. You got like these old people, like the old, the old man comes in with his cane and stuff like that. But, but just guns, so many guns and so many bullets. And this scene was awesome. I loved it. So there is my number three, hot fuzz. Great choice. This is a good call, brother. I actually almost had this on my list. So did you? That's a nice one. Yeah, uh, such a low body count too for the amount of people. It's, this might be the most amount of people shot in a scene without dying in like yeah. cinematic history. Yeah, he was like getting people like in the shoulder or the leg or something like that, but he wasn't like <laughs> killing people, wounding them. Even even uh, yeah, even buildings through the chin and they're they're all right. They're all good. <laughs> Walk it off. Uh, my number three, uh, I said they were all, I said all mine were the, from the same decade. This, that wasn't, that wasn't true. So I apologize for that. I, I have already, I've already, I started it off with a lie. Uh, this, this one is from the year 2002. And when I saw it, it kind of like blew my mind and it didn't do great in the theaters. It was kind of mixed. Let's just say mixed. And probably even to this day, it's kind of like maybe, uh, you'll find people who swear by it and, and love it. And then other people were like, well, I don't, I don't even know what, 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 what movie are you even talking? But I, I do think this, the, some of the choreography here you could kind of say is like a precursor to a lot of the John Wick stuff. Uh, and that's the movie Equilibrium. Uh, oh, and, such a good movie. And there's there was a lot of good, like this kind of gun kata that they call it, yeah. uh, with this uh, kind of kind of a that next elevation of, gu- of gun fu, which was a, a different different kind of style. And, and the way that they kind of presented this in this film was really just like some, nothing I'd, I'd seen uh, at that Ooh. point in time. And really, really impressive. Uh, I know, like, Jim Vickers, who did, like, the stunt choreography uh, for this and the fight choreography, like, he really wanted it to look kind of, like, realistic. So they didn't do a lot of wire stuff. They didn't do a lot of, like, you know, it's not CGI. It's just a lot of, like, spinning and twirling. Um, and they did kind of a cool job, like, just making it look effortless. Uh, and the, my favorite, probably my favorite scene is, is kind of, like, the end uh, yeah. where, you know, you know Christian Bale, who... <clears throat> Plays a mean guy, like a, like a mean character actor of someone who's not allowed to show emotion. That's like the sweet spot for Bale. Uh, not doing a lot, of, not doing a lot of comedies. Like, Christian's got a lot of range, but like his his brooding is uh, is undefeated. Uh, and so like he just does these like emotional spins and turns, sure. and it's kind of like elegant but like robotic at the same time, uh, and kind of hypnotic when you watch it. And I loved the fact that he just kind of like was at the height of his powers. And just kind of mowed people down, like Porte Diggs. Yeah. Uh, and just like you're kind of expecting it to be like a much more uh, difficult battle. Because up to that point, a lot of times, you know, the hero's got to really earn that victory at the end through like these knockdown slobber knockers. They got bullets in every part of their body. They're barely hanging on. Luke, Luke Skywalker's laying down his lightsaber and saying, all right, you know what? I don't want to be mad. So go ahead and kill me. Uh, you know, it's, it's this kind of like, ah, Superman can't defeat Batman until the, until their moms have the same name. No, 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 no. Uh, Bale's just going through the height of his powers, just absolutely eviscerating people 
Uh, it's a very aesthetically pleasing uh, fight style, and it was a really fun one to watch back in 2002. If you've never seen Equilibrium, check it out. Charlie, did I show nice. this movie to you? I showed it to you and Dylan. Did you really? You guys said, no, yeah, because no, you no, guys no, had no, never no. heard of Christian Bale at the time that it came out. And I was like, guys, hear me out, the next Batman. And you both laughed at me. <laughs> I remember that conversation very vividly. I, I, okay. <laughs> I remember I, wa- I found it and watched <laughs> it once Bale was announced for Batman. Oh, bro. I saw this in theaters. I saw American Psycho in theaters. I, I'm, I'm very disappointed. But And on that note, my number three, speaking of disappointment, is from <laughs> the absolute, not exactly classic, but I like to think of it as a classic, Desperado. There it is. The bar fight scene where he comes in and he just shoots everybody. He never runs out of bullets. And when he does run out of bullets, he empties the entire clip into one guy and reloads again. That's how cool he is. He has guns just hidden in his thing. I wanted to find a GIF where you see his guitar case and the thing lifts up and it shows all the guns. But this one was just as cool because he basically just shoots everybody. Talk about excess. It's ridiculous. And when I saw him take two clips and use both of them on one guy who's already being kicked backwards by him. I was like, I lo- absolutely love this. He's doing uh, like a- like classical dance moves on a bar as he is shooting people up. He is reloading and then just emptying his clips. He's doing absolutely everything, and he kills everybody. And the whole time, he's trying to tell people, I don't want to kill you. I'm trying not And then he's like, forget it. And then at the very, very, very end he is going against this one last guy who is in the back room and all the guns have been spent they're all out of bullets and they're going through each gun trying to shoot each other and when you think it's finished he walks out of the bar and another guy from the back comes and still tries to kill him the thing doesn't ever end it's way over the top and it's fantastic if you haven't seen desperado definitely give it a watch so desperado over uh once upon a time in mexico huh Oh yeah. yeah, way yes. This one Inf- was infinitely in- over. Infinitely over. I mean, <laughs> hey, Once Upon a Time in Mexico was really fun, but this was fun and classic. Fantastic. It didn't have the biggest budget. Done for like $7 million. And let me tell you, every bit of it is on the screen. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> <coughs> nice. All right. Mm-hmm. Number... Twos. So my number two is a series, and I had to pick which gunfight I wanted from the series because there's so many good gunfights from the series. And so I ended up going with the first one, and that's the first house <laughs> invasion of John Wick 1, where... Up until this fight, you just hear about how good he is. And you yeah. hear about how he's the boogeyman. And and then all of a sudden, his house gets invaded. And you just see him go through all this stuff. And he's just going through guys. And you've got the guns. He's just doing all this gun work. He's, you know, <laughs> he's, he's taking people out. Headshot left and right. He's just going through his whole house. <laughs> and And it's kind of at that moment that you're like, 
Oh, okay. Yikes. Like, Yikes. I get this now. Okay, I'm into this. You know, I remember thinking that, like, once I saw this, I was like, okay, I'm ready for this movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I see where we're going, and I love it, and yeah. I'm in it, and here we go. And so there was there, but there's a lot of good gunfights, like in this whole series. You know, like I mm. thought about the the club scene in in the first one, but I but. Something really stuck with me about the first, the first one because you just you didn't quite know, and so to kind of have that, just experience of like watching him go through and and seeing like okay this is the choreography we're going with this is kind of the level of violence we're going with, and it kind of like sets everything from there. But this Ooh. one really stood out to me as as a really good one that I just I just. My number two, John Wick, number one. (laughs) John Wick, baby. All right, Charlie. You can't go wrong with John Wick, um, but I went a little different direction for my number two. Now, Brody poo-pooed the entire Western genre earlier today, and to that I apologize to all of our loyal watchers and listeners who enjoy a very fantastic and culturally important genre in film, uh, which is, of course, the Western. Uh, now, I did not grow up in Westerns. I did not grow up watching the old spaghetti Westerns or any of the old-timey things. My parents did, did not watch Westerns. <laughs> That's not their thing. Uh, and, no, and it's if not. If you had met my parents, you would think that was funny, too. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I, so my first exposure to Westerns was, of course, Young Guns. Which, I think uh, that was going to be my guess. Did not make my top three. Did that not make my be top my three. guess. So I felt like as as I got a little bit older, because I was very young when I saw Young Guns, and, and you know I was still playing with my GI Joes and kind of reenacting Young Guns. So, I know what it is. But then a more sophisticated Western came along, and it, and oh, it yeah. was time for for me to replace my GI Joes with more imaginative play, and that was of course when Tombstone came out. Oh, I was yep. gonna, that was my second guess, which I thought about. Well, and his glorious mustache. Uh, I thought about putting that on. My, my goodness, Val Kilmer. <laughs> I loved Val Kilmer. Like at the time, like I, pre- I feel like I appreciated him at the time, but my fondness for Val has only grown over the years. Mm, uh, right. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I was, you know, that's a delightful, doc- uh, emotionally like bittersweet documentary about him and his life on, on Amazon Prime. If you're ever in the mood to just learn more about Val the man, but my goodness, he's just a really good actor. Um, mm. And he was cr- just a great Doc Holiday and created some of the most memorable line deliveries uh of you know and just stuff that we, we would quote like left and right but that okay corral shootout scene was like just intense and exciting and this quickly became one of my favorite rewatch movies like you know you have um so this so for those of you kids especially if you're home um uh, before streaming you you kind of just ended up with a lot of like either you're putting in dvds or you're kind of watching if you had cable you're watching what was on this was like one that like whenever it came on i would just i would just watch it like okay, oh tombstones. Okay, cool. It was like a if it was a rainy day or I was sick. This was like kind of a go to. I just really enjoyed it. I it was my first real like western that like I kind of fell in love with, and it was just a lot of fun. But that okay corral scene was was boss, and Val right here delivering his y'all daisy if you do. Oh man, uh, it was it was an an, an epically intense uh, shootout scene and really well choreographed and just a really fun uh, movie all around. So tombstone. Very good choice. I was gonna. This, this was close to my one of my choices too. I thought about it as well. I thought about it as well. Also, side now, note, side note about that Val Kilmer documentary. Even he doesn't like Batman Forever. Uh, just, I'm just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. 
All right, dude. For him to like it now, because everyone yeah. would just make fun of him for being like, "No, actually, that was my best work ever." And then oh, Brody's Jesus. like, "You suck, Val." <laughs> no, I wouldn't tell Val. Moving on. It's not his now, fault. He's he's great. It was the material. It's, a it's true. Go That's Pro- true. That's a good point. But that he is still very was true. a good segue. Hey, he had a very good point. Now they the western was very important when it comes to gunfights, but another genre was also extremely important to gunfights, and that's from Hong Kong cinema. So my number two comes from the mm. 1989 classic, The Killer. And Charlie, I actually ah. showed you this one. Yes, you did. This is where you've got Chow Yun Fat as a hitman. Yes. And in the very beginning, he's going in to a bar, another one in a bar, apparently, and he <laughs> is mowing down everybody. <laughs> this is where you get a lot of stylized, almost gun fu, yeah. uh, instead of gun katas, where it's he is not exactly a martial artist, but let me tell you, when he has a pair of guns in his hands it is ridiculous in a good way of course he he never runs out of bullets whereas Antonio (laughs) Banderas was stylistically dancing in the bar unloading and re you know redoing it Chow Yun-Fat just never had to reload because he just continually was shooting and shooting and shooting (laughs) genius effortlessly cool and in this one it sets up everything because he even recounts the uh the uh, massacre that he does because there was a singer in there who he apparently made eyes at. That's in the Hong Kong cinema means that they're probably going to get married or something. Unfortunately, he shoots a gun too close to her eyes, injuring her corneas, and he is trying to make amends for the rest of the film. And, I mean, I, I fell in love with this particular gunfight. There's a lot of incredibly, I don't want to say zany gunfights, but just kind of over the top. But this one had that it got right into that sweet spot of incredibly cool and shockingly unrealistic but if you guys ever if if anybody wants to start with their uh hong kong cinema outside of martial arts like bruce lee or anything like that or jackie chan jet lee donnie yen go chow yun fat and um john woo where he actually wasn't a parody of himself So I haven't now, watched this movie forever. I'd like to watch this again. This was a this was a good one. Now, Tudong, this over hard boiled. I actually uh, like this because I think that uh, Chow Yun Fat's character was cool, collected. He wasn't quite as over the top as he was in Hard Boiled, and in Hard Boiled, a lot of the gunfights, if not all of the gunfights, are shockingly over the top. Which is hey, which is also great. I like this one because it is just a step below it when in when it comes to the ridiculousness, which just gets into my wheelhouse right there. The difference between Desperado and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. There you go. <laughs> All right. Number ones. Now, anybody who knows me or has listened to this podcast knows what movie is my number one. In fact, the guys were teasing me and they're like, Brody, is your whole list this movie? And I said, All three of them. I said, yes, it wasn't, but this one easily my number one. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. And that is shoot them up. Oh my goodness. I love this movie. I may love this movie more than anybody in the world. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's true. Wow. You love this more than your kids and your wife. That is, that's a bold statement. No. On the podcast. I can't wait for you to listen back. You said more I than, love this more than anyone in the world. Meaning I you love... Did, you did I say love, that, bro. That you did sh- say it. Shoot him up more than anybody else loves shoot him up in this world. 
So you're saying you're like its number one fan. Yes. So much. <laughs> Bingo. I am Shoot'em Up's number one fan. Um, nice. And and so I I knew that this movie was going to be my number one. I, I just. I we all did. Um, and so then it was it was hard to say, OK, so which which shootout am I going for? You know, do we go with the first one, sort of like with John Wick, where we're setting everything up? You know, he's sliding on grease. He's he's delivering the baby <laughs> while having oh, a shootout, you know, jumping through the window, all this stuff. Uh, and it, I wound up going to I think it's this the second big gunfight. Um, and that's in his like apartment loft thing in, in the building. And that. And really, I went with this because, A, it's, I think it's even more over the top than the first one. And B, it's longer, and there's just, there's just more guys for him to kill. This whole thing, he's taking on like an army. Like, Paul Giamatti is bringing in so many guys. They are coming through windows. They're coming up the stairs. At the point, at towards the end, when he is going down the center, like, stairwell, and he's just shooting, like... The whole stairwell is just full of guys. And all he's doing is spinning and shooting and just killing them. All. He's he is diving and sliding on like these uh, conveyor belt things like that. You throw boxes down. He's he's shooting at file cabinets and knocking guys out. And he's doing all of this while holding a newborn baby. This baby was just born like a day before. Maybe not even that. And so this this whole thing, I love it. Ending with the I've, whole roof scene, you know, with the fu and fu two. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it is amazing. This whole movie is amazing, but this gunfight, I remember the first time I watched it, and I just, I was in love. I laughed. I was, I was excited. I was into it. I was like, this, this is my movie, right? I am watching. I, you know, I'm like half hour into this movie and I'm like, this is one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. So that is my number one. Shoot him up with Clive Owen. If you've never seen this movie, go oh, watch wow. this movie. Yeah. Go watch it. It's amazing. Have a couple of drinks. Have a couple of drinks. Speaking of over the top, I'm surprised you didn't do the one where he his all of his fingers broken so he had to use carrots to shoot. I thought about that one. I thought about the skydiving <laughs> scene. I forgot um, about that. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. Yeah, he had he all his fingers were broken, so he had to he had a carrot, so he had to do that and just Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. And and all the while, you know, he's saying like, you know what I hate? You know. Yeah. Oh, there's so much. There's so much that is amazing about this movie. So, True. There's my number one. Easy. This was this was I knew that the movie was my easy number one. It's just <laughs> narrowing down which gunfight it was going to be. Wound up with this one. So there we go. Nice. My number one, shoot him up. Good choice. Charlie? All right. So my number one is a, a nostalgia hit. And I will say that it is a repeat of someone else's uh, list, listicle. Uh, so this was, uh, you got you to you understand why this one is hot, is number one on my list. You got to understand that I was a theater kid and that I saw some of these movies in, in, with other theater kids and there was uh 
discussion over like the cinematic qualities, the stagings, the like, and I was very attracted at the time to low budget films because it was like, well, I'm, well, I'm a kid. I, you know, maybe I can make a movie and I don't have money. That would be cool. Uh, and so just like, whether uh, like Clerks and, and, and uh, Desperado, which is my number one here, you know, just movies like this where it was like, well, wow, look what they could do on, on like that. But they couldn't even afford yeah. to pay Cheech Marin to just stay in the scene. He had a duck behind a bar because they couldn't yeah. afford him for, for, for more than six days. So they had to pay him to, all right, well, duck down and we'll just kind of guess what it looks like at the end and we'll kind of <laughs> kind of feel it out. But man, Antonio Banderas was so cool. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, when I saw this movie, it like just absolutely blew me away. And it was just one that I watched on repeat uh we and it just it this the, the choreography was 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 and apparently i've got a thing for for jackets that kind of like guns because both, yeah. both equilibrium and desperado have like the well, yeah and now there's it's guns. awesome it is awesome uh but man this was just such a cool like fun like action sequence and look i compared to like some of the stuff that's happening now maybe you know you could yeah maybe there's better stuff that's come since but at the time and this was really special and just really fun and i hadn't mm. seen like gratuitous over the top stuff like this and antonio's just like sexy and cool and he's just like yeah. at one point in the movie some guy's got a freaking guitar case with a rocket launcher <laughs> in it man and, and it's like man this is just too cool i i got a guitar case i don't have any guns but man i got, I got the guitars <laughs> You know, he's playing, he's playing mariachi music, and I'm like, should, yes. I, should I start a mariachi band? Yes. Uh, this, this is, so this, this movie did some weird things to me uh, back, in, back in, uh, in the mid-90s, but 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 it still hold, this scene still holds up. This is really fun. Uh, and just you know, this whole kind of Robert Rodriguez, this Rodriguez Tarantino style of, of, of action was like, that was a huge part of like our collective, like the three of us, oh, yeah. of our collective, mm-hmm. uh, ad, you know, teen years, sure. college. Yeah. Uh, it's, and it's just like it was like just nothing else like it. And it's it's been heavily, I think, influential on other directors yes. who have come since and really kind of taken it and really elevated it as well. But at the time, man, this was just jaw dropping. So really mm. fun movie. So if, if you heard Dylan recommend it and you thought maybe now you're hearing the double <laughs> recommendation, check it out. Double barrels. Boom, boom. It's worth your time. Desperado. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. <laughs> All right. Tudong, what's your number one? My number one is from the absolutely, and I'm confident saying the seminal classic, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, the very last gunfight. And I've got to tell you, it is shockingly tense because it's a three-way gunfight. They all have their guns. They're going for the gold. They've been going through this entire movie with shocking shootouts, and they are the best that there is. I thought to myself, how good could this actually be? I actually saw this in college. I didn't see this as a young as a youngster or anything like that. So it doesn't have nostalgia for me. I saw this when I was, like I said, in college. So I was watching it and I thought, oh, I've seen all this stuff before. Oh, the, you know, this and this and this. However, I've got to say that last scene when they go between all of them and they get closer and closer with their eyes. And when they finally go with the music, it is unbelievably breathtaking. It is not over the top to say that this is easily one of the tensest, coolest gunfights, and there's probably two shots fired. It is unbelievable. It is super fun, super classic. It's You've got music, you've got performance, you've got cameras moving and going in and close-ups, all this kind of stuff. Perfectly done. This has got to be, in my opinion, one of the perfect gunfights I've ever seen in my entire life. Even though I saw it 30, 40 years after it was actually made, it still was riveting. And it lasted 
not nearly as long as like I thought. Like the first time I saw it, I was tense. I had no clue what was going to happen and because I mean, at this point, you think anybody can get killed. And so, I mean, when it finally goes, you were breathe. I, I was like, oh, I wasn't even breathing for a second there. <laughs> and it, it is just, I cannot say enough how classic this is. Just like I said, with the camera, with the music, with the performance, it is unbelievable. It's not over the top to say this is like one of the best gunfights there is. And it's all with just just what they're what they're working with not with a bunch of bullets not with a whole bunch of actions just tense stare downs and it is excellent have you guys you guys have never seen it i take it. i've never seen this movie i know bad, about yeah. it like i know mm-hmm. about it i know about the song and stuff like that I've seen it this isn't this isn't one of those it's not one of those where it is like you watch it and you're just like, all ah, right, this is ridiculous. It is a riveting movie. It is, it holds up completely. It's very clear. It, it is a spaghetti Western. It's the most famous spaghetti Western there is. It's part of the uh, Man with No Name trilogy, even though in every movie, Clint Eastwood actually does have a name. But <laughs> I mean, it, it, <laughs> it is. A spectacular, this is the peak of Spaghetti Western right here. Excellent. The whole thing. The script is excellent. It is it is an absolute classic. The very first one, Fists of, uh, Fistful of Dollars, was a complete ripoff of uh, Yojimbo, a Kira Kurosawa movie, uh, which is an absolute classic. And they did a really good job, even though they completely got sued. But they still were able to uh, to show it. And, I mean, the middle one is also a classic. The, the, like, they really hold up. But this one... This one holds up the best. This one is almost timeless and classic. Three guys going for a treasure that today would be worth 10, 20 million, something along those lines, dollars. And you feel each one of them going. It is spectacular. I'm not going to ruin it in any way, but it is excellent. You care about these characters. You want to see some win. You want to see some die. And you want to see some just live. And it is it is a classic movie that is not in i mean it's not i'm not overselling it by saying it is a classic western well i almost put I, I on say, I'm, I'm rooting for the good i'm against the bad but i i got a soft spot for the ugly so i'm, <laughs> I'm kind of hoping that whichever one of these three uh guys here is is the ugly i hope they kind of win uh this was done really well in the office as well they have that yeah. uh the three-way <laughs> It's been uh, been often repeated, often duplicated, but never replicated. Oh uh, yeah, that, never. Whatever that say, saying is. Any oh. honorable mentions from you guys? Oh, I man. almost put I almost put Unforgiven. Unforgiven. Uh, that 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 scene is cool. That scene is When cool. he goes in and shoots everybody, I almost put that one in. And uh, Boondock Saints, another one. Matrix. That one where he where they fight their dads. Ooh, the Matrix. Matrix has has some good, especially the first one. Yeah, like that, that lobby scene. Lobby scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. I, that was one of the ones I rewatched. And I was like, "That's a really good scene." That's a cool. Have you guys, have you guys seen Heat? Yeah, I haven't. Classic. Well, it's the shootout's a classic. I haven't seen. They, it. Very insane. <coughs> uh, I mean, there's, there was there was a lot of good ones, and it was just a, it kind of came down to more like personal sure. preference, you know. But man, and they're just doing cooler and cooler stuff. And like the the Wick stuff's awesome, and. You know, they they just keep they keep kind of inventing new ways to to kill people on screen. <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> nice. All right, you guys have anything else to add to this one? Then 
speaks no. for itself. Speaks for itself. Maybe we'll have to do a we'll have to do like a top uh, battle scene or something. <clears throat> one at some point, but we did right. action scene. Well, that's different, right? I mean, yeah, like, that's true. It's different. Or or war, it's just like you know, like from a, from war movies, because man, there are oh, some there like go. amazing, amazing. Whether oh, whether you're true. a fan of Dunkirk uh, with your boy Nolan Damn. or. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan and the intensity, like of the Full Metal Jacket with a sniper, uh, I, w- I was kind of like, well, I watched that scene again, like when I was prepping for this one, and I was like, oh my gosh, I remember watching that as a kid. I, like my heart's like beating through my chest watching that scene. This is this is a good song. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. you don't need to hear us talk about more scenes. We need to hear you talk about some of your favorite gunfights from uh, movies, shootouts, gunfights, battle royales. Let us know in the comments below what are some of your favorites that were meaningful to you or just kind of made your, draw, your jaw drop to the floor. That's it. Kind of get you, got you lit up and excited to, to kind of I don't know, run around your house doing some gun kata. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we look forward to hearing from you and seeing you next time. Make sure you click that like and subscribe below that beautiful beard over there and uh, check out these videos below. Go watch Shoot'em Up. <laughs>